This is the Power of Promise podcast, episode number 119 with Dr. Brad Miller. Today, we are in conversation with Matthew Blivens about overcoming fear and having it all. Hi, this is Kathy Studer, author of Broken to Beautifully Whole, which I help you heal from any hurts, traumas, or brokenness. Dr. Brad Miller helps you overcome adversity to achieve a life of peace, prosperity, and purpose here on the Pathway to Promise podcast. You're on the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes every person has a God-given promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose, and that you must have a plan and a guide to get there. The Pathway to Promise podcast not only is your guide through the wilderness of depression and disappointment that stand between you and your promised life, but also brings you insights and direction from inspiring, successful thought leaders who have transformed their lives. Welcome to the Pathway to Promise. Now, here's Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to the Power of Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, where we are all about helping you to overcome adversity to achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. At our website, pathwaypromise.com, you can go there and get some helpful tips, some past episodes of the podcast, and a free resource to be helpful to you. Let's talk today about fear, about a response to fear. Fear is what holds us back from accomplishing the greatest things in our life. And there is an antidote to fear. And that's what we're going to talk about today with our guest, whose name is Matthew Blevins. He has the Having It All podcast. He also has another great podcast with his wife where they talk about a natural at-home childbirth. A really unique podcast. He is a great young man with lots of things to say about how he and his life was involved with what he called a love affair with fear and how he overcame that and how he was stuck in that state of fear, but how he chose not to stay there. And now he works with literally dozens, if not hundreds of people about helping them to have it all in their their life. He believes that you can have it all. He believes that you can come overcome fear and have a life of purpose and confidence and abundance. And he talks about that on his podcast, the Having It All podcast. He talks about having an abundant and loving life. And about life is about choices that we can make. Here at the Pathway of Promise, we're all about this, about helping you to make choices to live your life with peace, prosperity, and purpose. You are going to love this conversation today with Matthew Bivens. He can speak into your life about overcoming fear Good people, let's get into the conversation right now. Our guest today is all about helping you overcome fear in your life and to have a life that's about having it all. His name is Matthew Bivens from the Having It All podcast. Matthew, welcome to Pathway to Promise. Thank you so much. I am super excited to be here. Man, uh, you you have a rockin' website. You have a rockin' podcast. Thank you. And you come through as a man, a young man of energy and vibrancy who has a story to tell, and you want to leverage the story of your life to help others. And I'd really like to hear a little bit about your story, especially this thing about you say that you love that you had a love affair with fear. Tell me about that and how that how you got through that. <laughs> 
Yeah, a lot of, um, I believe a lot of people can relate to living in fear. That definitely was a theme for me throughout uh, my life. And, you know, starting the Having It All podcast and going on my journey, uh, which, is, which even started well before the podcast, it was just a lot about confronting those fears. And through stepping into those fears, I created a lot of healing, a lot of growth for myself, a lot of, of personal transformation, and um, definitely didn't come easy. But, you know, the love affair with fear, I, throughout my life, from when I was little, I can remember moments where I had that, that, that crossroad. You know, I had two paths to go down. One path was, let me step into this thing that feels uncomfortable, that I'm scared about. And, you know, let me, let me muster up some courage and try to do it. And the other path was, let me fall back. Let me kind of give into this fear and stay in my comfort zone. And, you know, Brad, I, I chose to stay in my comfort zone and I chose to let the fear win um, many, many, many times. And mm. it looked like many different things from, you know, uh, going out for the soccer team when I was a junior going into my senior year and deciding not to because I was, I was intimidated and I didn't think I would make it. It looked like, you know, not talking to the, the girl that I wanted to talk to and ask to prom. And it looked like not going for the, the job that I felt that I wanted, but didn't have confidence in myself. It, it looked like not going for the major in college because I was intimidated by the workload. I just have a whole list, man, the whole bullet list of so many moments where I just stood at that crossroad and I got very used to choosing fear. I got very used to it. I got used to the taste of it. And it, it started to make me sick. It just started to make me sick to my stomach, like that feeling after I chose to, to give in to the fear. And it really all culminated for me um, about seven, eight years ago, uh, when once again, I was at another one of those crossroads and I decided to take a leap of faith and, and boldly move into love rather than let the fear overtake me yet again. And I'll tell you, that moment totally changed my life. And was there was there a real precipitating? You said there was a moment there. Was there something that caused that? Was there some factor, yes. some event, some person, or some drama or trauma that that just you you said, okay, this is enough. I got to do something here. If there, if so, let's let me hear about that. Yeah. So I had moved to Atlanta. I'd been here for a few months. My girlfriend, who's now my wife, her and I uh, were you know working, been here for a little while, and. Um, I had a nice job at a marketing agency here in Atlanta. I had salary, benefits, all sorts of stuff that I didn't have before. And I came home one day and I just, it, it, you know, the job didn't resonate with me. It just didn't resonate. And I was sitting on my floor frustrated. And quite frankly, I was just complaining. I was complaining to Sarah, venting about, you know, being a victim in, in, in small ways and really just frustrated. And by that point, I had been a couple of years into, you know, working on myself and, and reading self-help things and just kind of trying to take a little bit more proactive approach in my life. And somewhere I had come across the question, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And so I'm sitting on my apartment floor, again, end of the day, frustrated by the job. And the question popped in my mind, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And at that moment, I decided to answer the question. And I said to myself, you know what, if I wasn't afraid, I would leave this company. I would put in my resignation tomorrow. I would start my own marketing agency. I'm, you know, I'm new to the city. I don't, I don't know how I would go about creating clients, but I would just go for it, take that leap. 
And so there, again, I found myself at that crossroad with, let me go down this path of the unknown and go down the entrepreneurial path and really lean on myself and trust myself versus let me stick to what's comfortable and what's safe. And all of those feelings came up of all the times I chose the fear. So and Matthew, so you said, had this, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you had this really this dichotomy, this moment of yes. truth that you had where you had to choose between, I like to sometimes call it the, uh, the malaise of mediocrity is what I like to call it. Yeah. Where we get kind of stuck in this thing, but it's comfortable to be stuck in that place or go down this fearful trail of the unknown, but still have that place to go there. Both places of some fear they're both some places of trepidation but we want to we know and one is the unknown yep what absolutely. were some of the you had this moment of truth so tell me about some of the actions that you took then because obviously you took a pathway here what were some of the actual actions yep. that you took the, the bold things that you did first thing i did is i decided to take action on my answer my answer was let me put in my two weeks and start my own company so within minutes i knew that if i waited too long I was going to talk myself out of it. I started drafting up my resignation letter immediately. And the next day I handed it in. So that job was complete. The next action I took is I sat down and said, okay, what is it that I, that I want to create? What's a low hanging fruit opportunity I can jump into to get momentum rolling. And marketing was my background and I was at a marketing company. And so I said, let me do my own freelance agency. So I started building up the business plan, buying the domain name, I came up with a clever name for myself and then it was, what's the next thing I can do? Let me go and connect with people. So then I started reaching out to all the different agencies in Atlanta and said, Hey, I'm a freelancer. If you have extra work, send it my way. And I just started putting myself out there and, and going for it. And one little bit of courage would lead to another little bit of courage. And then another big action I took is as I started to have things, you know, email replies come back my way. I started saying yes to everything. Some people would say, hey, let's go grab breakfast and talk. I'm curious what you're up to. Some people would say, hey, let's, you know, let's jump on a phone call. And I just said yes. And that led me to different meetups and different one-on-one -on -one hangouts. And eventually I said yes to meeting a marketing agency that invited me to a group workout because health and fitness was part of their corporate culture. Okay, all right. And boom, I, it, I, I started building momentum in the direction of courage, saying yes to possibility, being open, and just constantly knocking down those fears. And Yeah, it sounds like being persistent well. being persistent and consistent was a part of it oh, too. Because yeah. I imagine along the process there, I mean, you, you talked about getting a little bit of traction there, but some of the yeses that you said, but I got a feeling you had some no's along the way as well. You probably had more. Well, it was no's. yeses to, my, to opportunities. Yes. Right? It was yeses to invitations to go grab breakfast. Yeses to meeting up with people. Yes to all those different things. I yeah, definitely got you, no's you, from others. No, I'm saying you said the yes, but I oh, imagine yeah. some people say gave you a no in yeah, terms yeah. of all those doors that you were knocking on and those phone calls that you, yep. you were making. And they didn't all and, pan out. And I was, I was, I was willing to just keep going. I was yeah. like, I got nothing to to lose other than you know the the feeling of that fear. So let me just keep rolling through it. So was this a company that was doing the health and fitness type of thing? Was that kind of a breakthrough moment for you? Or tell me about a breakthrough when you kind of had, when you knew you were gaining some traction, it gave you some affirmation about your decisions that you're making. Yeah, it was. So uh, I ended up connecting with this, this agency. And again, they used this, um, this, this health fitness 
Uh, it's called it's called the Orde Balance Game. It's a health and fitness community, really health and fitness platform here in Atlanta. That's that's all about love and balance. And when I stepped into that gym and met those people, I was like, you know, this is really interesting. This feels like something I've been looking for. You know, folks who are interested in consciousness, interested in lifestyle, interested in fitness, and interested in making an impact on the world through business and you know making a, a great living. So. Mm-hmm there was an alignment of things. And again, I just kept saying yes to it. They kept inviting me back to their, to their workouts, inviting me to check out their office, inviting me to different conversations that they were having. And I just kept saying yes and yes and yes. And all of those yeses really kind of moved the trajectory of where I was headed in a very different direction. And there was a lot of breakthroughs that happened inside of me because as, I, as things were happening, I found myself trusting myself. And that wasn't something that I had experienced a lot of before because when, you know, for me, when I would back away from things that were scary and, or my gut would tell me to do something and I wouldn't listen, I started to not build trust in myself. And so now here I was saying yes, taking risks, being open. And I started to feel that trust in myself, which caused my confidence to shoot through the roof and then more opportunities popped off. And, you know, the rest is history. So yeah, that is awesome. What I want, what I just want to really affirm you in is that, you know, the more bold actions you take, if you can fight through and break through some of the, you know, some of the challenges. Yeah. And when you get an affirmation, that just helps us a lot, you know, because the more, uh, the more you do, the more action that you take, the the more momentum opportunities that you have. And that, that is awesome. And Appreciate that. And but you mentioned about a holistic approach to health there, for instance. Did you, do you have a background yourself in health and fitness? I'm just curious about that. I have a passion in health and fitness. Um, okay. I don't have a, a, uh, a school background in it. My school background is in psychology. So there's, there's that, that aspect, you know, the health of, of right. the mind and the emotions. Um, but uh, just a passion for exercise, a passion for, for health. And, you know, I look at health across different dimensions. I look at it as physical emotional, social, spiritual, mental. And for a while I was only focusing on one or two of those. Um, And today it's much more well-rounded. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Well, that's what I really believe in what you described. There's a holistic approach to, to, to humanity, to, to the human, uh, to the human experience. And a part of that, that sometimes we, I find, at least in my experience, Matthew, is really instrumental in having breakthroughs is this when you understand you can't do it alone, that you have to have a, oh, yeah. a power greater than yourself. And some people use meditation. Some people uh, have a religious experience. Uh, some people are biblical studies or some study type of thing. I'm just curious in your life, was there some sort of a connection to a higher power or some sort of a spiritual element to all these breakthroughs that you were able to manifest in your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I am a believer that there is a power higher than us, 100%. And I don't believe things happen coincidentally. You know, I think there's purpose and meaning behind everything. So a part of my journey was learning what faith was right? And, and faith for me is about trust and surrender. Trust that there is something higher and surrendering to all the things I don't know. And that was a, a huge part of me because, you know, I, I, I was not a person who um, people would describe as having a lot of faith. I, I certainly didn't have faith in myself. Um, I, I believed in, you know, luck and good fortune and bad fortune. And I just wasn't meant to be happy and, and healthy and wealthy and all those different things. 
Um, so along the way, cultivating faith for me was and has been huge. And it's, it's still a journey. You know, I'm, I'm still, you know, building that relationship with myself, with, with, with the higher power, with others, with life in general. And that continues to be something that, um, that fuels me, that connection. And, you know, I, I, I practice that connection myself with, through meditation and, and through other things. Uh, but really just connecting to that source energy because, you know, there's so many things out there that I don't know. And I, sure. I understand that if you look at it as a pie, there's what I know that I know, what I know that I don't know. And then the vast majority is what I don't know. I don't know. And yeah. that helps stay, you know, keep me humble and, you know, just keeps me moving forward. And so that's been, um, that faith piece and that spirituality piece has been big for me. That is awesome because I just am a huge believer in that. I come from a faith background myself. I know that, you know, that the inner life is intricately connected to our public life or our exterior life. They're all interconnected. And, and you've really, uh, I just can't believe that you can't really have fulfillment in your, uh, in your life in the public venue, as it were, unless you have at least some sense of direction or peace in your, in your inner life. And I agree. That's awesome. I agree. I think that tension arises when who you're being externally and what you're displaying to the world does not match up with who you're being internally. Yeah. You know, it's like wearing those masks and saying one thing and doing another. And we, you can create a lot of tension, create a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And then we use all sorts of different things to cope with that tension, Mm -hmm. stress and anxiety. And I've been there. Like I know to to walk a very inauthentic path than what truly resonates with me. And so that's been part of my journey as well is just what does it look like for me to be authentic for me to be fully expressed, right? Well, you're, that's part of it. Your authentic positive self is what's helping you connect with others. And I got a feeling it helped you connect with some potential uh, clients that you had and, and so on. Cause this is what we're talking about now is just developing uh, dynamic, uh, productive uh, human relationships that can help our own personal transformation. And, and I just like to talk yeah. to you a minute about, about, your important relationship to your life. And I'll, I'll just go so far as say that they need to be loving relationships where there's an emotional element uh, to it involved. Even you mentioned about even one of the companies you work with, where it was talking about, you know, the, uh, uh, not only the exercise, but also the, uh, the holistic elements, but you also mentioned your wife earlier, maybe there's some other folks in your life, but uh, tell me about the importance or the power of human relationships or loving relationships and helping your transformation and then how that can also maybe be helpful to some of our listeners. Yeah. So what you can't, you may not be able to see behind me at the top right of this whiteboard, it says an extraordinary life equals an extraordinary relationships. And for me, those it's extraordinary relationships with yourself, with yourself, with other people and with life itself. So relationships for me is where it's all, where it's all at, what it's all about you know, having those extraordinary relationships and they don't necessarily just happen by chance and, and happen by taking um, a back seat. You know, it requires, it requires intention and it, and it requires, you know, putting in some reps. And so I mentioned my wife, Sarah, and she is just an amazing queen and an extraordinary woman and, and mother. And she is so committed to walking in her greatness and I am so committed to, to supporting her and whatever that looks like and whatever she needs for her to be her most amazing self. And the same comes back to me. And so that right there is, is a source of just tremendous support 
and love and, and just compassion and all those things that, you know, when I'm, when I'm struggling, man, cause I struggle. I mean, we're recording this right now on a Monday and I'll tell you all last week was a rough, rough week for me, man. And I leaned heavily on those relationships that I've cultivated very intentionally over the years to help me out. And one of them was my wife, Sarah. And I also have very, very strong relationships with my, my community. I mentioned earlier the Orde Balance Game. And that's, a again, a, a, a health and fitness platform that's powered by Love and Balance based out of Atlanta, Georgia, where I live. And I have some amazingly strong relationships with folks in that community. And when I'm struggling, when, I, when I've, I've fallen down and I'm having a hard time picking myself up, it's, it's those people who I lean on as well. And then with, you know, my family, my blood, you know, I, I lean on them as well as that support. So relationships for me, I mean, I, I look at it as there's no success without having deep, intimate connections with self, others, and life. And yeah. I'm, yes, I will. I, I am excited for the money and riches that are flowing my way because it helps me to fulfill my purpose and it helps me to really live the most fully expressed life. However, they would, all that money and all of that, that stuff would mean nothing if, if those relationships were at all, you know, damaged or went away in the process of that. And so I'm always looking at who am I becoming? That is, right? that is awesome. Well, I, to me, these human relationships, when they're loving and the powerful relationships, they give us encouragement. They also give us accountability. And oh, yeah. they also give us, I like to call it the fuel to kind of help sustain us when we're going through those tough times. Like you mentioned, you had last week. I certainly kind of had one of those weeks yeah. myself last week. And my wife is certainly integral with me about that. I have three adult children and a grandchild. And I know you have a one child or two children. I forget. One, I have a, a three-year-old daughter. Yeah. And then you, one of the things that you uh, uh, do that I think is just really amazing. You mentioned your wife, Sarah, and uh, you guys have, I just want you to say a word about this amazing podcast that you have. I've never heard of anything quite like it where you okay. talk about this unique or not a actually unique experience. We you unpack your, uh, the, uh, do having it, the doing it at home podcast. I just like for you to unpack yeah, that yeah. a little bit. And I don't want to say too much about it. I don't want to steal your thunder because I just find it unique and powerful. So say a little bit about that. Yeah. So when my wife and I decided to start a family, we were on the traditional path of finding an OB, OBGYN, identifying a hospital and all of that. And then along our journey from, you know, through pregnancy, we decided that we wanted to go a different route. And so we chose to have a home birth. And when we made that transition, we both started doing research and looking at different resources. And both of us, are, I had been in podcasting for a while. And one of the things I noticed is that there were no podcasts specifically about home birth. So my wife and I are both very entrepreneurial. We love creating new things. And we said, Let's jump on this and let's create a podcast for other home birth families like us. So we began documenting our process of, you know, choosing and preparing for home birth and all the stuff that comes up. Because as you know, as a parent and grandparent, everybody has an opinion as to how you need to raise your kids. Absolutely. And yes. When it comes to choosing how to birth them, a lot of folks have opinions as well. And so we started to document and share our experience. And then 
very early on, when we started to hear from other people, they wanted to share their story. So we started bringing on moms and families to share their birth story. And so the Doing It At Home podcast is a space to share raw, honest, empowering birth stories. And most of them are home birth stories. You know, so most of the families have chosen to do home birth. Others just happen to do home birth, but (laughs) we still, we had one on recently and it was an unplanned home birth. Yeah. Okay. But we also have plenty of of families who chose to, to have a birth in a hospital or chose to have birth in a birthing center. And for us, there's really a, a mentality and intentionality around birth that we promote. And that's, you know, an empowered birth, a birth where you are advocating for yourself, where you are clear of your options, where you have done your research. And that's the space that we hold for moms, for dads, for partners, for families. And we've been doing that show for longer than our daughter's been alive. So it's been over three years and it's been a truly magical experience. I'll tell you, I never thought that I would have a foot in the birth world, but (laughs) But I do. do. And I love it because you know what, Brad, there aren't a lot of men talking about birth. Yeah, And I find that when we go and speak, because we'll speak here in Atlanta, and when we do different events, it's like, I'm one of very few men there. And I love representing the, the male perspective and the male voice when it comes to pregnancy and birth and parenthood and all of that. It's, it's a real honor and privilege for me. So that is, that's awesome. I just thought it's such a unique thing, at least in my experience. And I'm just so proud of you for doing that and taking the risk of doing that. And that's a a great thing for a man, as you mentioned, but for anyone to take a bit of that risk to do that. And it seems to me that you're about taking some risk and, and helping other people to take some risk and get out there a little bit and stretch themselves and, because you really do want people to have it all, and that's the name of your of your podcast that your your other yes. podcast that, that that you have, and where you do a lot of coaching and teaching about helping people have an empowered and 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 successful life, and to not hold anything back, and to have success oh with every aspect of their life, their health and their money and their lifestyle and their relationships, all this type of thing. Having it all, what's that mean, man? Unpack that for me a little bit, and what kind of things do you share with the folks on the Having It All podcast? Yeah, so the all and having it all, it stands for abundant, loving life. So I am all about helping folks create their own version of an abundant, loving life. And I believe that we all can have it all. So I chose that name very intentionally because that name can polarize people. Some people believe, yes, you can have it all. And others might believe, no, you can't. And it's actually selfish to even say it. So I chose that, that name and I turned it into a framework that anybody can apply to their life. So abundant, loving life. And I break down life across the six Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. So are you experiencing abundance and are you experiencing being the love that you want across all those six areas? And so really what I'm about in, in my one-on-one coaching, the programs I create, and the conversations on the podcast, you know, it's about helping people to obviously have it all, live that abundant, loving life, and then also helping people to answer their inner call to live life with more purpose, more abundance, more balance, more confidence, more love. Because I feel like when we are living in our purpose, when we are balanced, you know, feel like we have some balance and a handle on life, and when we're showing up in a more loving way, you know, we are filled up, everybody that we impact 
gets filled up and you know, the, the, the global consciousness in general all goes up. And the things I talk about on the podcast, honestly, I try to keep it as real as I possibly can. So I talk about breakdowns and breakthroughs in relationships, in sex, in health, in money, in habits. I talk about how we can all take small, small steps towards becoming the people that we want to become. I talk about how to take massive action in the moments when you're ready to really step it up. I talk about how you can lead yourself with more confidence because that was a huge thing for me, not feeling confident. I talk about self-worth and self-love. I really cover you know, the, a spectrum within that area of living an abundant, loving life. Yeah, and, I think one of the keys to your pot, one of the keys to your podcast I've listened to and hearing your teaching and reading your website is is what you're sharing here a little bit right now, Matthew, and that's your vulnerability and how there's some power in vulnerability. So and yes. and and put yourself out there. It's a bit of that risk taking thing that we've been talking about here and that's very admirable and, and especially then, as uh, men. Yeah, especially absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what? I, that's one of my superpowers, Brad. I'm so willing to be vulnerable. I will just lay it out there because I know that there's a lot of healing for me when I'm being vulnerable. It heals all these, these misconceptions about masculinity and manhood and what I need to be for others when I'm just laying it out there. And it also creates a space for others to, to have their own healing of their own fears and their own disempowering beliefs. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things I'm so willing to just share open book, full transparency, because you know what? We talked about it earlier. I wanted to be as tight and aligned internally as I present externally. Yes, absolutely. And that uh, that's what you're, you're doing here when you say have it at all. That means yes. to make that connection with what is truly important, you know, to what's truly important on every level. And yeah. and you teach that in what you uh, your podcast here, and then you do some coaching and things like that. But I'd like for you to think about now, people that you may have impacted in your, in your coaching and other things like that. And let's just talk about someone you have had some relationship with there, how you're teaching and your leadership and you're having it all uh, philosophy and processes help be transformational. What this podcast is about is helping, helping people overcome adversity to have that transformation. And do you have anyone in mind or a situation or circumstance that, that you may have found helpful that could be helpful to our audience of understanding some transformation that's taking place with somebody else? Yeah. Um, every Tuesday night here in Atlanta, I lead a conscious fitness class and it's free. And so if any of your listeners happen to be in the Atlanta area, reach out to me. We can go hang out at this class. It's a really amazing experience. And I invite people there all the time. And a lot of folks from my podcast who come through Atlanta show up. And there was one gentleman who, who came in and uh, this was earlier in the year, this year, and we just connected and, you know, he got a, a great workout, but he was really there for the conversation because that's what we're there for, to talk about, you know, how we can really show up for ourselves in a more powerful way. And so he showed up consistently and through the course of, of being around the conversation and being in that environment and really taking some of the feedback I was giving him in the coaching, he had some really beautiful breakthroughs. and. One of the, the, the biggest breakthrough that I experienced with him was him taking full ownership over his life. He had, was given a vehicle by a coworker because his vehicle wasn't working. And that use of that vehicle had a couple of um, stipulations. And he didn't follow those stipulations, my friend. And so the person who loaned him the vehicle took it back 
just snatch it out real quick. And my friend had an opportunity in that moment to feel like a victim and to blame the circumstances that quote unquote caused him to violate stipulations. But instead he chose to take full ownership and to see how he created that, how he was the one who was responsible because of the decisions that he made. And he came back after that happened and he shared it with me and he shared it with the whole class. And to me, Brad, that was a beautiful moment of, of transformation because in that moment he took his power back when he accepted full responsibility for his decisions and full responsibility for his life. And I have seen his, his breakthrough and his transformation accelerate. That was a breakdown, right? When you did something that was a huge withdrawal of trust in somebody who gave trust into you, who placed trust into him, that was a big breakdown, a big withdrawal. And a lot of times people can be hit with those breakdowns and just crumble or stay down. But he decided to learn from it and he learned fast and he turned that breakdown into a breakthrough. And I'm just seeing him now consistently week after week, keep pushing things higher and higher and keep moving that breakthrough. Yeah. And for and me, that is such a huge moment that I keep in my back pocket because it's just a beautiful example of that every single person has a choice. You always have a choice to take full responsibility and show up powerfully. So I love that. I love that turn of a phrase you make there, Matthew, from a breakdown to a breakthrough and how that empowers when you see that happen, there's really nothing better than you. We see a life transformed, you know, from my life when I've been part of uh, coaching and leading leadership of people to see their lives transformed, there's nothing better than that. And for you and also for the other people, this, uh, this gentleman you're talking about impacts in his life, they will see that breakthrough as yeah. well. They'll experience it as well. And, and that's what I want for folks here listening to the pathway to promise to understand there is a way to get through adversity and to achieve what I like to call your promised life, your God given life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. And you offer coaching and other services that are helpful to people. And I got a feeling you can be helpful to a lot of people. I think there's some big, uh, big opportunities for right here, Matthew, but tell folks how they can learn more about what you're about and maybe take advantage of some of the uh, coaching and services that you offer. Yeah. So first thing is, you know, I already know you like podcasts, so go check out Having It All. It's available on all places you listen to podcasts and uh, publishes every Tuesday, as you know, totally free, Having It All. And from there, I I offer all sorts of different things. I've got free things that you can check out from eBooks to um, experiences you can sign up for. I do a thing called the Trust Challenge a few times a year. And um, that's just a free experience where you can really build some trust and confidence in yourself. And I also have some, some paid things. I've got eBooks and courses and then opportunities to work with me one-on-one. So having it all is the podcast and MatthewBivens.com is my website where you can find the podcast and all the free stuff and all the other things I mentioned. Awesome. Well, I can just assure you from getting to know Matthew that if you want to truly have uh, some good stuff that you can feed upon to help you overcome your own personal fears, whatever they are, or to slay those adversities, slay those dragons, there's some good stuff here from Matthew Bivens. He's got some great stuff and he can help you indeed to, to have it all. And I love that. So our guest today on the Pathway to Promise, Matthew Bivens from the Having It All podcast. Thank you, Matthew. Our thanks again to Matthew Bivens, who blogs at MatthewBivens.com, and you can hear his podcast there and on iTunes and other places. Uh, good stuff there from Matthew today, helping you, helping you with some very practical tips and very practical things, how to make 
choices to love, love yourself, to overcome fear which can hold you back. That you can have it all, an abundant, loving life. That's all about choices. And I wanted to just touch on the one choice that he made that I think is absolutely critical to understanding transformation. He chose vulnerability. And if I can give you any hints or any uh, direction to go in your life, when you are in relationships with uh, your spouse or significant other or with your children or with your parents or your grandparents or uh, even people you work with, at times it is helpful to be vulnerable. It is helpful to expose what you're really feeling in order to achieve true satisfaction, true fulfillment in your life. Matthew taught us about that a lot, and I just want to commend that to you. To make a choice to be vulnerable, many times when we put up those shields, when we put up those walls of defenses, that's what's holding us back. So don't let it hold you back anymore. Be vulnerable with someone and you will find that it makes a difference. Here at the Power Promise Podcast, we want to be helpful to you. You can go to our website, pathwayofpromise.com. Find lots of helpful tips for you, past podcast episodes, and some uh, takeaways that you can take with you. Some freebies there as well. So go to pathwayofpromise.com and we can be helpful to you. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. I have 40 years of experience in pastoral ministry and a uh, doctorate degree in transformational leadership. I like to teach on this subject of life transformation and like to be helpful to you. Let us know how we can be helpful. So until next time, friends, I just want to encourage you to keep your promises because there's power in a promise kept. Thanks so much for taking the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. As a subscriber, you'll be a vital part of the Pathway to Promise community. Visit us on the web at pathwaypromise.com. Until next time, remember to stay on your Pathway to Promise.